identified. Hello and welcome to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. I'm your host, Adam Caster. Here as always, my co-host at Birdsaw. Mr. Birdsaw, how are you? All right. All right. Dallas did what they were supposed to do. Taking care of the Giants with about two minutes to go. So that'll be that'll be a dub dub there. Keenan Allen is just he's unbelievable. Uh Bride Robinson PPR God, apparently. Hey, B. Sean Robinson actually being utilized. Yeah, we're having a nice little conversation about about Bijan for sure, and and Noah Brown too. Another another huge day for for Noah Brown. Maybe he becomes a thing. We'll talk about him uh, too. But yeah, week ten was funky, definitely funky. You know, some uh, some really really outstanding performances, and and then some not so good performances. But uh, yeah, here to here to talk about it all. Yeah, I feel like every every year, at least once, we're like this season's weird. No, for the past is, uh... couple for the past couple of years, I feel like it's just been a weird it's been weird in the NFL. Well, we did we did have an immaculate stat line today, Adam. Oh, I am thrilled. We did. Unconventional, but we did have one. Unconventional. Very unconventional, but we did have one. Ooh. Is this the uh Clayton Toon Immaculate stat line? Indeed it is. One carry That's... for one yard and a touchdown. It all counts. It all counts. It all counts. It all counts the same. Yep. Genius. <laughs> Great work. <laughs> great work. All right. Well, let's start off with a game that actually wasn't that great. Um, because it I guess it was played on Thursday, and that's why. Um, the Carolina Panthers one and eight, losing to the Chicago Bears. Bryce Young still looks bad. Well, I don't know. I mean, I didn't watch a ton of the game, so I can't really say. I was watching Ahsoka. Um, great show, by the way. Um, but Chuba Hubbard, I hope you didn't start him because it just wasn't great for you. Um, and really, like the only person that had a good game was Adam Thielen, relatively. And even, yeah, and even then, even then, it's been it, it's it's been really really stinky for Adam Thielen post buy before the buy he was awesome wide receiver six after the buy he's been the wide receiver 34 ain't good that ain't good and it, it, it all just comes down to the fact that well the carolina panthers are just a bad football team and oh we're so shocked that carolina is looking into you know how they could have missed on bryce young gee i wonder why Maybe it's because the owner just wanted the the sexy Alabama quarterback. Stupid, 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 stupid. But Bryce, well, you can. It's hindsight. Hindsight's twenty twenty. It's not stupid. Sure, sure. Bryce but, Young won a Heisman, and Ohio State quarterbacks were cursed until this year, apparently. That I'm that I'm just lucky and got it right because I had C.J. Stroud ahead of Bryce Young. Okay. Jake, that's Jake also got lucky. He had CJ Stroud ahead of Bryce Young. Okay. Most, most, most of the scouting community had CJ Stroud as a higher ceiling prospect than Bryce Young. Most. Most. Can Bryce Young improve? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He's we're only he's only in his tenth game as a pro. So 
well, technically ninth, because they had their bye. Ninth game is a pro. Can he improve as the team improves? Yeah, absolutely, because there, there's so many holes in this team. The, the, the offensive line is absolutely awful. Uh, they have no run game to speak of, and I think that's been the biggest difference with C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young is Houston, they have some sort of offensive line. It's not, not a finished product by any means, but they have something there. Well, this and, goes back to what we were talking about last week, where going into the season, the supporting casts for both teams are pretty comparable, or were, were pretty comparable. You know, people didn't think that the Texans were going to be great. The Texans are younger. Their receiving core is younger outside of Robert Woods. Yeah, but here's the here's the difference. CJ Stroud has made guys better. Bryce Young hasn't. Well, yeah, that's well, that's kind of the point of that I was trying to make. Yeah, which is which is you know fair, which is fair. You know, um, Dave, but, people were saying that Damian Pierce was you know he's inefficient and he wasn't great and well he still is. <laughs> yeah, that no, hasn't changed. Well, you know the Texans didn't like we didn't know about the running game for them. The receivers were unheralded. Dalton Schultz was probably their best was going in as their best pass catcher. I would think. Um, I would say that there was, that there was something about um, Nico Collins. That was definitely, was definitely appealing. Yeah. But at least on, on paper. Sure. Dalton Schultz was there. He, he had, the, he, he was the guy that had the most pedigree out of the bunch. That'll, that'll definitely give you. Yeah. And we were like, well, maybe the Texans will be good. They have a couple of question marks. Tank Dell was a guy that, you know, rocked the world in preseason. John Mechie was coming back and people were kind of, you know, expecting things from him. And, you know, hoping, that hasn't really happened. Things from him. I don't know if I yeah, was hope, expecting, but hoping. Hoping, th- hoping things from him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, it hasn't been good for Carolina is is what we're trying to get at here. No, and and this is probably how it's going to be just going forward is this is a bad team where you're just kind of hoping going forward that that there's going to be something and it doesn't get much better in terms of defensive fronts that this Carolina team has to play over the next month. They get Dallas next week, Tennessee, Tampa, and New Orleans. Oh, God. Four of the four of the best defensive fronts in football. A gauntlet. Yeah, and three of those four are on the road. A gauntlet. Yeah. Yeah, this could get this could definitely get worse for for the Carolina Panthers for, for before it gets better for sure. Yeah. And the, the thing with the Carolina Panthers is that they don't their team is old. <laughs> like yeah. outside of Bryce Young. Yeah, this is this is going to be a painful a painful long rebuild for sure. And I don't know if Frank Reich is going to be the guy that sees this thing out, to be honest. Yeah. Like they don't have, who's like the young guy that's going to be with uh, Bryce young throughout his entire career. They hope it's going to be Jonathan Mingo. Jonathan Mingo. Yeah. Terrace Marshall. They whiffed on um, Chuba Hubbard's been fought, been there, but like, yeah, and they traded away T.J. Moore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who could have really need. helped? Thing that they need a, a young, a young number one receiver. They traded, they traded away with potentially the Caleb Williams back. Like, yeah. Well, nice, nice, very nice. Um, speaking of that pick and the team that owns that pick and the team that D.J. Moore is on, 
Uh, Chicago Bears didn't look any better outside of Deonta Foreman. No, but you, you have to take what you see with the Chicago Bears team. It's just a very, very fine pinch of salt until Justin Fields comes back. And uh, from what I'm told, there is a shot that Justin Fields is going to be back next Sunday versus the Detroit Lions. And if that's the case, then thank God, because, uh, yeah, DJ Moore could certainly use Justin Fields since DJ Moore, since Justin Fields, excuse me, has been out. Um, yeah, he hasn't scored a touchdown. That's a humongous problem. Uh, Cole Komet definitely came back down to earth Thursday night. He didn't have as, as big of a game. Uh, he only has really had one game, one or two games. I'll, I'll, I'll put 10 for 79 against the Chargers in there and the two touchdown game against the Saints. Outside of that, he hasn't done much of anything. Also, it's really been Deonta Foreman who has been, who's benefited from the likes of Khalil Herbert and Justin Fields being out and yes and Herbert by the way could also return in that in that game against against the Lions I heard I from what I understand um Herbert could have played and they decided that it was better off to just hold him and wait potentially until next week I believe he was a full participant in practice all three days and yeah they, and they, still on a, they, yeah they didn't activate him I mean I get it just use the mini buy to get him healthy and then, you know, go right. for uh, Detroit. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, this, this is kind of like a, what are we even doing here? Kind of takes or like a, you know, review as far as the bears. Cause this team could be so different next week. For sure. For sure. So there aren't too many takeaways that you could really have. Right. Um, Oh, wow. Sorry. The uh, We're recording during the Seattle-Washington game, and Washington just tied the game up on a deep touchdown to De'Ami Brown. Wow. Sam Howell. Sam Howell uh, cooking. Sam Howell. Cooking. There might be UNC quarterback factory. <laughs> hey, we'll, get to, we'll get to that game. We'll definitely get to that game too. Question: Will it be done or not? Yeah. Um, well, we'll see. Probably. Uh, let's go and talk about the Germany game. Can we not talk about this game? Do we have to talk about this game? Uh, I, I mean, listen, we don't. From a Patriots angle, <laughs> I mean, what's there to really talk about? I mean, my God. They, they they can't they can't go back to to Mac after this right like that's done yeah well you'd think so I mean you already just absolutely murdered his confidence it killed it absolutely killed it um Adam question for you if you're yes. the New England, if you were the New England Patriots who are you starting at quarterback next week um <laughs> probably Bailey Zappi I would say Will Greer. Oh, he's on the he's on their team. Yep. Yeah, he's probably would. He's the third strike. Who are the Patriots playing next week? Uh the Patriots are playing. If I'm not mistaken, they are on a bye. They're on a bye. Yes, and oh. then they face they face the Giants Thanksgiving weekend. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> the remember when these two teams were good? Bull. Yeah. Yeah. But this is a mess. This is a full-blown mess. 
and everything that we projected about the New England Patriots in the offseason has uh, come true. Yeah. I mean, basically, you know, take a shot. I'm mentioning the Jets. They're not even playing, but the Patriots are doing to Mac Jones what I'm, I think the Jets are afraid to do to Zach Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. And I mean, for what it's worth, too, I mean, Demario Douglas had, had a really good day again. Like, we're, we're quickly getting to a point where Demario Douglas, not only should he be rostered in more fantasy leagues, you could be starting him as uh, as a flex option. Especially yeah. in PPR. Especially especially in PPR. I think he he could be a very a very solid flex option. The only thing he doesn't have is the ceiling. But the floor, the floor of the last couple of weeks has been very, very safe. Five catches in each, at least five catches in each of the last three games. Uh if he could just get into the end zone, then that would be great. But as we've talked about with the Patriots, what seems like the entire offseason and the entire season, they just don't score. And they didn't score today. Yeah, I just don't understand what what they're doing. This is a mess. They're, this is a, this is a mess. Yeah. On the other end of it, Jonathan Taylor, still good. Fully taking the reins of the job from Zach Moss. That's done. That's done. Jonathan Taylor back. Yep. Back. Um, Michael Pittman had an okay game considering the circumstances. Yeah, he had a nice game. He had a nice game. Very, very solid. 884, 12 targets. Led every single body. Every single, I was going to say every single body. Uh, well, I guess that's Te- grammatically correct. I guess it's technically is. correct, but it also sounds weird. Yeah, it sounds weird, but it is correct. Uh, he led every single player on the Colts. In targets by eight. Isaiah McKenzie was number two with four. Yeah. It was so, kind of crazy because I'm surprised that Josh Downs even played in this game because he was coming in hurt already and yeah. he didn't play the week before. So, and like it's, you know, you're going international cross ocean to Germany. I'm surprised that he dressed for this game. Yeah. And they get the bye. They get the bye, you know, next week too. So, uh, he'll be able to def- definitely rest up and hopefully will be back. But Josh Downs has been, he's been bad. And I think at this point, if if you're in 10 team leagues, I think Josh Downs is pretty droppable at this point. Yeah. As, I mean, I guess, well, he was hurt. The game that he got hurt, he caught a touchdown though. Or no. No, no he, I was going to say, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Because I started him. He definitely no, he didn't. I'm looking he the, at he it. He had the run against Jacksonville and Cleveland, where he scored touchdowns in both those games. Then he had a good game against New Orleans, I believe, if I remember correctly. And yeah. Then he got hurt in the Carolina game, and then the New England game is when he did Ugats. Yes. That makes more. That as I'm looking at the stat line, that's correct. All right. Anything else with this game? No, nothing. Perfect. I don't want to talk about this game. Any more than we have to. Thank you. Um, let's talk about the Texans and the Bengals. Great game. Fantastic. This game was awesome. CJ Stroud, he's done it again. He's unbelievable. He's unbelievable. When his team when his team needed him, he came through. Guy's been a revelation. He he really, really has. He's just been awesome. And like are, can we can we start talking about the Houston Texans? 
potentially as a playoff team. Yeah, I think so. I I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, I mean, let's see. They They already beat Jacksonville once. Yep. And they're playing them in two weeks. After they play Arizona next week, correct? At home. So they have two straight. So they have a bit of a homestand going on. So it's they have three straight at home. Correct. It's Arizona, Jacksonville, and Denver at home before they go to MetLife to play the Jets and then go on the road in Tennessee. And then they're home again against the Browns. And fantasy championships are is at home against the Titans. I mean, those are winnable games. Yeah. Arizona's a winnable game. I mean, we could, we'll talk about Arizona later. Uh, Jacksonville's a, 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 a toss-up. Denver, they can win that game. The Jets, they can win that game. Tennessee, they can win that game. Cleveland, they can win that game. And Tennessee, again, they can win that game. But Indianapolis, they can win that game, too. They could, they could win out. Yeah, they could. Now, are they going to? No, because they're a young team, and there's going to be a dud in there, in there somewhere. Yeah. But on and paper, can they win out? Yes. Divisional games are weird. They beat Jacksonville by 20. Right. And, I mean, they are at home, at least, against Jacksonville. So maybe they'll, they'll do the sweep over them. And Jacksonville hasn't looked great. But who knows yeah, at this we'll, point? We'll talk about, we'll talk about Jacksonville. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, the Texans could definitely fight for that wild card spot. Yeah. If anything. Yes, they can. Yes, they can. Um, Tank Dell, you know, he's... Still fine. I mean, he gets hurt a lot, which is unfortunate. Um, fourteen targets though for Tank Dell is is really nice. Yeah, and uh, really, really nice. I guess the real question out of this is what is Davion Pierce returning to in this backfield? Uh, he's returning to not a job. Yeah, thirty carries for Devin Singletary, one hundred and fifty yards, a touchdown, leading rusher of the day. He's not great. I, I just want to preface that. He's not great. But there's no doubt that Devin Singletary provided more in this game for the Cincinnati Bengals than Damian Pierce has done all season. You mean for the Houston Texans? For the Houston Texans, yes. My apologies. You know what I meant. <laughs> I kind of think Singletary is going to be the guy. I think this could be a very similar situation to what we're seeing in, in Pittsburgh with Najee and Jalen Warren, who, by the way, both had both had pretty good days themselves. At See, never mind. Uh, well, Devin Singletary was a starter in Buffalo. Yeah, he was. So he is. He has experience with that, and you know, it could it could be something for this them. This is a fun team. This is just this is just a fun fun team. And Noah Brown. Whew. I know we it's might crazy. have something. We have we might have something there. I mean, I'm I'm going to be curious as to what this is going to look like when Nico Collins is back. If he is back next week. Um, I mean, I kind of think that it's going to be Noah Brown, Tank Dell and, and Nico with, with Dalton Schultz, which kind of leaves Robert Woods on the outside looking in only three targets today. I think that just shows, it shows the progression of CJ Stroud as a passer where he's leading on younger guys. Now tank Dell, 14 targets, uh, Noah Brown, eight targets. Dalton Schultz, even six targets, really wasn't featured all that much. It, he's leaning on the younger guys now, which I'm all for. 
Well, Forks, they're more exciting too. And Tank Dell, I mean, the, he's special. He, he's he's a special, special player. That, that yeah. that's the staff. And anybody who has him in Dynasty Leagues, I mean, like, oh, congratulations. <laughs> Tank Dell with CJ Stroud. Oh, God. You're 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 sitting real nice. Yeah, it's a that's a future stack for oh my god. Yeah, you have the stack. Holy shit, <laughs> even better. I mean, it's realistic also. I mean, Tank Dell didn't come onto the scene until you know, late in the preseason, I feel like. Um, yeah, but Jake and I also talked about him in in pre-draft too, that he could be something, but then he went to Houston and then it was like, oh, well, I don't know, maybe. And then yeah. Yeah, he's definitely gained some gained some hype. And then wow, I mean, he's just been it's been hot or cold, but so far, over the last two weeks, I mean, man, he's been really special. He definitely, he definitely has been. You just want to see him keep it up. Yeah, he just needs to stay healthy. Yeah. Um, for the Bengals, uh, we were a lot of people were worried that Joe Burrow was going to be without his top two uh, receivers, but Jamar Chase did play in this game, and Tyler Boyd, lest we forget, is the thing, and he's still a good receiver in his own right. Hail to Pitt. Hail to Pitt. Damn right, <laughs> and he looked great. Tall yeah. targets, tall targets for Tyler Boyd. Uh, Jamar Chase, you could tell, was a little banged up. He didn't have that usual burst explosiveness that he usually has, but five for a buck 24 and a touchdown. I mean, you can't really complain about that much, can you? But just something to monitor. You know, that back has been bothering him. Uh, but yeah, Tyler Boyd, man, oh man, look, look great. But uh, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't enough at the, at the end of the day for the Bengals to, uh, to get, to get this dub. But I think from, what we're here to do as long as T Higgins is not playing. And as long as Jamar chase is banged up, I, I kind of think Tyler Boyd is like a must start guy going forward. Definitely. He'll definitely be a top 40 ish play with Higgins and chase. But if one of them is down, you have to start Boyd. Yeah. And I if, feel like we said that in, you know, in the off season, we were talking yeah, about the Bengals. Yeah. If there is such thing as a wide receiver handcuff, I think Tyler Boyd is probably one of the best that there is. There is such a thing as a wide receiver handcuff. And here we are. This this is it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf is a yeah. Yeah, but you don't want to have both of them. Because you got to start both of them. Mike Evans and Chris Goblin. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, yeah. If you want to go back to a couple of years ago, Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen. Sure. But that that would that one was probably tougher to get. Because those yeah. they were going around the same spot in drafts. But anyway, that's besides the point. Um anything else with this game? Uh Joe Mixon scored. Keep firing up Joe Mixon. He's been a very solid floor play for you. Just hasn't really found that ceiling uh as of yet for for the season. But three straight weeks now with a touchdown for Joe Mixon and gets Baltimore next week. Um, yeah, continue to fire up, fire up Joe Mixon. All right. Uh, next up, New Orleans Saints and the Minnesota Vikings. Your favorite, your guy came in relief in this game. And in- on the corner, Minneapolis, Minnesota, such a fine sight to see. It's my man, Jameis. He's throwing picks on the field and he's not winning the football game. It doesn't rhyme, but I'll take it. 
It doesn't. I had to. I had to just kind of make it up. Make it up on the fly. I think it was more impressive that I was able to get it out without stuttering or or slipping up or anything like that. Because yeah, it did not. Uh, yeah, Jameis. Jameis is here. Jameis, baby. It's Jameis season. It is indeed Jameis season. And that's uh, season spelled S Z N. By the way, correct. that is correct. S Z N. Jameis Sison. Sison. Yes. Love that's the man. The, that's what the kids say. I love the man. Yeah. Um, so Chris Olave did some th- did Chris Olave things, and you know, A T Perry. Who would have thought? Have you? Do you know any? Did you know anything about A T Perry? I did. Going into this game. Yes, I did. Wake Forest alum. Oh. He's a demon deacon? That's what they he are. He is. That's what they... That sounds right. Wake Forest... Yes, they're the demon deacons. Yes. Of Wake Forest. I mean, he scored a touchdown, but you're not picking up in your fantasy leagues. No. Well, I mean, this is the... The Saints just, you know... They, it's like a conveyor belt of flash in the pan guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you got you. You definitely got that right. But isn't it funny how maybe you put the ball in an area where your best player is able to make a play, and wow, he actually makes the play. I think a lot of coaches learned that lesson today. No, I think about Derek Carr needs to learn that lesson. That catch by Chris Olave, that touchdown. Holy smokes. I know. Incredible. Incredible play by by Chris Olave. Michael Thomas left this game hurt. Second worst thing has happened to Michael Thomas this week, to be fair. The, in the past 48 hours, probably the second worst thing to happen to Michael Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Saints. Saints are going to be the Saints. It'll be very interesting. Very interesting to see this week uh, whether or not Derek Carr is is healthy enough where he's going to play. Well, they're on the bye, so that helps. That helps. Completely forgot they were on the bye this week, so they have an extra week to to get Derek Carr ready to go for what's going to be a huge game against the Atlanta Falcons. Monstrous game. Yes, lots of implications for the division for sure. So here, let me just make this easy for you. Sure. So you got two teams on the bye. The Patriots and the Saints, also the Colts and the Falcons. Those are the four teams on bye next week. Ah, excellent. So we know the rest of the teams we cover are playing next week. Yes. Well, we haven't talked about the Falcons yet. Oh, I want to see Arthur Smith for a week. Yeah. I mean, oh. Did your friends over there enjoy the cupcakes that you bought them? Yeah, they love them. That's nice. Yeah, they love them. They love them. <laughs> Shout out to all my uh, Atlanta boys. They know I love them. Um, I can't help you. I can't help who you work for. <laughs> I love you guys, though. You're all great guys. <laughs> keep, be- keep beating me scoops, please. <laughs> um, Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota. Josh, 
Yes, Minnesota. We yes. One of the best babes. One of the best babes. I don't care what anybody says. It's up there. I can think of a couple better ones. Regardless but... of affiliation, I don't give a shit. Minnesota is no, yeah, right. Not even not definitely not political. No, it's freaking funny. No, it's funny. That's what it's I'm saying. Funny. There's a I I could think of some funnier ones, but um, my favorite one is the uh, oof size, where like the what the dial in the washing machine is uh, on large, and it's just like who's that? Oh, he managed Real Madrid, I think, and Barcelona. I th- there's a I don't know what the hell you're talking about. You know you don't know what that meme is? No. Oh, never mind. I'll send you a picture yeah, at some point. It. It's very funny. I've never seen it. Maybe I do. Maybe it's, maybe it's explaining it terribly, but no, I don't, I don't think I do. It's just... You know what? I know. Let's... Okay. While, I'll talk about the Minnesota Vikings. You find the meme. Deal? Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. Josh Dobbs. Holy smokes. He looks good. And we have to start thinking about Josh Dobbs especially in Superflex and potentially even in 12-team leagues. 10, I think there are enough quarterbacks that are out there. But in 12-team leagues, absolutely. We need to start thinking about Josh Dobbs as a serious week-to-week starter and has a good matchup next week, too, against the Denver Broncos, who are on a shorter week um, as they play the Bills on on Monday night. Uh, Alexander Madison, he left this game with a, con- with a concussion. Ty Chandler got the majority of the work. If Alexander Madison can't go versus the Broncos, expect Ty Chandler to be the guy that gets the majority of the work there. And Jordan Addison kind of put up a stinker. Brandon Powell had a stinker. Brandon Brandon Powell was Jake's deep sleeper. Uh, If you don't know what I'm talking about, listen to the Saturday Mailbag. Great program. Um, Hopefully Justin Jefferson will will be back next week. But the main star of the show today was TJ Hawkins and 11 catches, 134 yards, touchdown on 15 targets. This dude is an absolute animal. He's an absolute animal. Uh, You need to start him every single week as if you have any other choice, but yeah, Hawkinson was an absolute menace on, on the field today and you need to continue starting him no matter what. Yeah. uh, I can't send images through the zoom chat. So I just texted it to you. Okay. No, I've never seen this. You've never seen it. No. Oh. It's funny, but I've never seen it. <clears throat> it is it, it is funny. There, very funny. <laughs> there have been a couple of times recent like in the past couple of weeks where I've just like you ever have those like fits where you like have break out an uncontrollable laughter for no reason? Yes. Yeah. So that that meme is usually causes that. Just thinking about it. <laughs> that's that's a good meme. That's a good meme. <laughs> so yeah uh let's go and talk about the uh oh packers and Steelers. the uh super bowl oh i forget which 45 i think rematch it's a super I believe, bowl rematch I it was 45 it's a it was in dallas yes <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. <laughs> That's fun. What's your favorite show about the about Texas? Oh, isn't it obvious? Dallas. 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 <laughs> um, 
So yeah, Green Bay in Pittsburgh. Uh, let's switch it up and talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers, the home team first. Surely. And uh, it's still a split between the running backs. Very much so, and that won't be changing anytime soon. But at least they're good. They've gotten much better. They've gotten much better. Najee Harris, uh, his best points game of the season with 18.6. Jalen Warren, his first 100-yard day of the season, he had himself a really, really nice uh, game as well, uh, 6.7 yards per attempt. Packers also stink against the against the running back position, so you have to take that with a little bit of a grain of salt. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, you have to look at these Pittsburgh running backs, and even I, who – I am very anti-Pittsburgh Steelers running back. I got to look at this and I got to say to myself, you know, are the Pittsburgh Steelers, are they both startable going forward? I mean, this is a six and three football team. How? I have no idea. I wonder if they kept up the trend. This team is six and three. Total yards. The trend is alive. They've been outgained in every single one of their games. And they're six and three. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's it, unbelievable. And even even with their skill players outside of the running back position, George Pickens, Deontay Johnson doing ugots. Kenny Pickett. Horrible today. Doing bupkis. Kenny Pickett. Horrible. Bupkis. They still managed to get it done. It is not pretty by any means. But I think it just comes down to that maybe the guys who don't need Kenny Pickett to be fantasy relevant, they might actually be fantasy relevant. And Najee Harris potentially could be. Jalen Warren potentially could be. But the problem is, is I just feel like with these sort of games, the the the, the luck's got to run out at some point, right? And I, I just, I don't know. Like, I got I have to look at their schedule. So they got Cleveland. Next week, Oof. Cincinnati. Those are those are two teams that they could face some problems against. But then they have Arizona, the Patriots, the Colts, the the Bengals again, and the Seahawks. There are a couple winnable games in there. D- definitely, definitely. I mean, they might have some trouble against Seattle. They'll probably have trouble against Cincinnati. Cleveland, maybe not as much. But yeah. although honestly, Cleveland, Cleveland is such a hot and cold team, it's not even funny. Judging by this yeah. week. Yeah, that's true. Today. That's true. But the Pittsburgh Steelers are just they're just a well coached team. Yes, they are. And they're good. That's it. They're just a well coached team. They don't give a fuck about your fantasy team, and they're not aggressive about it like Arthur Smith and Mike Vrabel. They're just like, we just want to win games. That's it. They're not in your face about it. They just like, yeah, they just do what they got to do. Yeah. Yep. For sure. I mean, who would have thought after what happened in week one that they would be six and three? Not me. That's for damn sure. Not me. I guess guess the 49ers just do that to people. So. Yeah. Yeah. um, The Green Bay Packers, though. Um, just so mid, mid, very mid Aaron Jones came back down to earth in a big, big way. What a shocker. 
Christian Watson didn't do anything either. This is just a mid-team. This is a mid-team that if you actually expect the Green Bay Packers to do anything for you, for you and your fantasy teams, like, do we just accept that this is kind of just a dead situation that to be to be invested in and there's no such thing as safety from anybody at the Green Bay Packers any, at any time? Yeah, I mean, the real question is, do you think that they draft a guy? A uh, quarterback? Yeah, that's yes. I more specific. Do you think they draft a quarterback in the first round? No. Day two, maybe, maybe possibly because I don't know. I mean, you know, they thought, oh well, you know, we can marinate our quarterbacks for three years, and then they come out looking like Hall of Famers, but it doesn't always work. No. No, it definitely is not working for with Jordan Love. He's, uh, yeah, he's 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 something. I don't know what that something is, but he's something. Well, he is mediocre. Yeah, yeah, but maybe that's it. Maybe he's just mediocre. Yeah, he's just okay. And he and he's had plenty of time. He's he, he's had plenty of time, and you can't say that he hasn't. I mean, I, sure, game time, maybe not, but. In terms of learning and experience, there's only so much time that an organization like the Green Bay Packers really has for for guys. And well, we just need need to, I guess, accept that Jordan Love might be might be terrible. <laughs> Either you're good or you're not. Right. And I, I don't think he's good. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's go and talk about the as I'm going, here we go. The ta- the Tennessee Titans and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, I hope he didn't listen to us when we were hyping up Will Levis <laughs> going into this game. Bad game. It was just a bad game from him. I'm not. I'm not particularly worried about it. Just just a bad game. It happens. Yeah. Especially with a rookie quarterback, you can't. You can't panic. Maybe with how you panic is by saying you're not going to start him going forward. But I'm not panicking about his potential yet. Yeah. Half well, to let the kid, have to let the kid go, have to let the kid learn on the job. And if it means that, you know, he craters the Titan season, then, then, you know, whatever at this point, because I don't think the Titans well, are going anywhere, even if they make the playoffs. If honestly, though, if they had started Ryan Tannehill the rest of the way, it would just be worse. It would, yeah, yeah. I, It'd be worse I because you didn't completely agree because you wouldn't know anything about Will Levis, right? Right, and we'd we'd be in this 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 death spiral. Yeah, like you you know to hang on to old glory. You know what Ryan Tannehill is, or who Ryan Tannehill is. You know who Malik Willis is. Yeah, and you're like, but you didn't know who Will Levis is, and this is what it is. It's been three games. Like let's be let's be real. He didn't start week one, so you kind of have to cut him some slack. I'm cutting him some. Slack. I'm cutting him some slack. I think I want to see. I want to see how he does next week, and then he's able to go back home. And as we saw, Will Levis was very very good at home. It's a tough yes, spot. It's a tough spot for Will Levis to come into. He gets one one home one home game, and then he's got to go on a three game road trip. Yeah. And the Titans are 0-5 on the road. Yeah. 
They are so, all five of us. <laughs> it's not great. No, definitely not. And uh, I mean, it probably isn't. Gonna, I wouldn't start Will Levis next week against no. an, against a a pissed off Jacksonville team on the road. Yeah, no, thank you. I'm 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 good on that one, Jim. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna feast on them. Yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Um, same. I mean, Derrick Henry game script. Game you know, script. we've seen yep. we've seen the story before. Yep. It just happens. It just, it happens. just happens. This is, this is just kind of you know par for the course with with Derrick Henry now. So yeah, Hopkins coming down there. Yeah, it, it just it was stinky all around for the Titans today. Stinky, stinky, stinky. Yep, that's it. And this is a guy too, DeAndre Hopkins. I had him with my wide receiver eleven. Like I wanted to throw up. Like what was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, it's rough. Horrible. It happens. Yeah, horrible. Um, looks like the old adage rings true for Tennessee. You can't run on them, but you can throw on them. Mike Evans. Mwah. Rashad White had a great touchdown catch and run also. He did. Yeah, I, I tell you what, Rashad White, he's come along. He's come along a little bit. He's hitting his stride. And, I mean, look, better late than never. As a, as a receiver. Now, this is two two good weeks in a row for him. Two good weeks in a row, but... He gets the 49ers next week. And as we saw today, that was a pissed off Niners team. Yeah. So I, I, I would just be mindful of, of, of that with Rashad White, but he only needs one. He only needs one, and he'll have a good day. And the touchdown that he got today was his one, and he had a good day. Yep, because he's still inefficient as a runner, yeah. and he yeah. always will be. Yeah, and it it comes down to what we what we said all along. He needs to either have five six catches or he needs to score if he's going to be all right. And what did he do today? He scored, so he was all right. Yep. Um, and Mike Evans. Oh my God, love him, love him. It was it was an Evans week, so sorry, Chris Galpin. Uh, he honestly should have had two. Well, what happened? I was. Oh, I didn't one. watch that. It was one oh, of the worst one? drops. It was one of the worst drops I've ever seen. <laughs> in his hands, in his hands, and dropped. Why don't? Oh, brutal. That's, he should have had two. That's brutal. He should have had two. But six for one forty-three and one on ten targets. You take that. You definitely take that. Yeah. All right. Well, it looks like rumors of the 49ers' death have been greatly exaggerated. That's a damn shame. <laughs> greatly exaggerated. So, yeah. I mean, where do you even start? Brock Purdy's better when he has all of his toys. Wow. What a hot take. That stunning take. I know. And, oh, wow. Christian McCaffrey didn't score a touchdown. But, but, but by the way, too, I mean, what, what, what the 49ers did at the end of that game. Have the reserves in, but you have Christian McCaffrey out there at a goal to go. Because you want to get him that 18th straight touchdown. Good good for Jacksonville for stopping that shit. <laughs> that's that's that is very Madden esque. I would do that in Madden. It's very Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. Very Kyle Shanahan. 
Hey, we had a Sam Darnold appearance. Yeah, and, that, and and he was the one who threw the incomplete pass to Christian McCaffrey in the fourth down to snap the streak. Thank God. <sighs> I'm okay with Sam Darnold in the other in you know the NFC being a backup because yeah. I just don't want that. No pun intended. I don't want him haunting me for the rest of my life. No, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I most certainly wouldn't. But the pass catchers, pass catchers, it all comes down to, you know, which guy did you have? And, you know, whose day was it? It's going to be McCaffrey, and it's going to be somebody else's. Debo, on his return, scored. Brandon Ayuk, scored. George Kittle, scored. They all got theirs today. But it just it's just a matter of, you know, as we keep going forward here, you know, odds are two of these guys are going to have bad weeks. Not everyone is going to be able to, to you know, put out. Yeah, it just so happened that today was one of those days where everyone, you know, managed to get to get theirs. So if you started a niner today, that's of fantasy relevance. Congratulations, you probably had a great day. Yeah, fucking Kyle Uzcheck scored. Yeah, yeah, even Kyle Uzcheck <laughs> scored. So you know, this is a this is one of those where when you're good, you're good. Yep, and they were good, and they were good. But Jacksonville, oh boy. I mean, is this like a burn the tape game? I don't think this is representative of who Jacksonville is. It's not representative of who they are, but let's just face it. They've kind of just been in the mud all year. I mean, this has just kind of been the standard for them. Um, Trevor Lawrence has one 300-yard game all year. He hasn't thrown for more more than two touchdowns in a game all year. This is just – it's a meh. Bad team. They're not bad, bad, but they're bad. If that makes sense. Well, like, I don't think that you could see through the facade that they happen to show here and there when you know they're just they're just a bad team. Like, are they are they competing with the Bengals, the Ravens, even the Bills, the Dolphins, the Chiefs in the AFC? Not really. No. So what's the point? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they're going to win another playoff game this year. They're, they're kind of like they a. Make, they got to make the playoffs first. Well, they're six and three. I mean, they're in a good position too. Six and three, but they have Houston. I know. They have Houston. They they got to beat Houston. And I mean, the AFC is very is a competitive conference, and by that I mean everybody is just the same in the AFC record wise. Yeah. I mean, the AFC North is. Just they're all good. Yeah, that's a bloodbath of a division. That really is. It's the AL East. Yeah, it is. But but football. Yeah. And yeah, Travis Etienne didn't really do much today. Christian Kirk, oh baby, Kirk me baby. Love him, great guy, great guy. Love him. Calvin really didn't do anything, but who cares? If you listen to this <laughs> podcast and you're a real loyalist to this podcast, you know you you don't you don't fuck with Calvin Ridley. All my homies hate Calvin Ridley. <laughs> and Evan Ingram, Evan Ingram had his first like truly bad week. Uh, this was bad, bad. Yeah, I mean, bad he week. still hasn't scored. Nope, still hasn't scored. And he goes up against and he goes up against the Titans next week, who are very good against the Titan position. So, 
we'll see if that continues. But uh, yeah, just a, a, a stinky game for the Jacksonville Jaguars, except today with Christian Kirk because he's just an unbelievable guy, and I love him. He's a sweet boy. All right. Well, let's uh, swiftly move on. Oh, I have nothing for this. The Eagles are on by, and so are the Chiefs. I can't talk about either team. I used up my good transition for nothing. Sad. Sad. Very, very sad. Uh, Let's talk about the former Raven, or no, the new Browns against the old Browns. And that is the Baltimore Ravens at home against Cleveland. I stand um, by what I said. The Ravens are frauds. Yeah, I was like, I did not think that the Cleveland Browns, I, I was watching Red Zone. I had like taken a little bit of a break to do some work. And then I turn on the TV and like, oh yeah, Scott Hansen was like, oh yeah, Cleveland, you know, they pulled out a, a win in the last couple of seconds against Baltimore. I was like, they did what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this. Hey, good for Cleveland. I mean, they're they're fighting through games, even though Deshaun just looks uh, meh, to be quite honest. Hurt his ankle. Got to wait and see on that one. What a shock. Deshaun Watson hurt again. Um, but yeah, the Browns, the Browns won the game. They won the game. Deshaun Watson they- is just the equivalent of, he's got to do the, have you ever heard of the gamer lean? Uh, no, I have no idea what the hell it is. So it's basically like, you know how when you're doing poorly at a video game and you're playing somebody, like Madden, for example, and then you're like, okay, now I'm getting serious, and you lean forward? Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. That is yes. the gamer lean. Yes, I do know what that is. I do so that's that is. that's Deshaun Watson. That's the that's basically what he did in this game. He just was like, oh, now, now let's get serious, and he leaned forward. Yeah, he did. He did. He, he he turned up when he had to. Defense turned up when it had to as well. Um, pick six came at a great time. Great time. And it, honestly, if you started the Cleveland Browns today, you did all right. I mean, Kareem Hunt in deeper leagues, he scored, so he didn't kill you there. Jerome Ford had a 100-yard day. Amari Cooper had nearly 100 yards. Elijah Moore scored. Uh, David Njoku for a tight end today was all right. The Browns today, I mean, got to give credit. I mean, we think they're a dumpster fire, and they, they they probably are behind the facade, but they're winning games. They're, 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 they're winning games, and probably for the first time in, in, a, in a while, uh, their fantasy assets all delivered. Fantasy assets all delivered today. Man, that really sounds a little bit like another team that plays in the same division that plays in a neighboring state that's only a, a couple miles, a couple hundred miles away. Mm-hmm. Differences, differences though. The team that's neighboring them and plays in the same state is a few hundred miles away. No, they have, well, a, be- they, thinking- have a, they have a beautiful boy. No, well, I was thinking of the other team to play the, the team that is more east to them. But they're not in the same state. You said you said this team was in the same state. So I I think I said same division. I heard state. Oh, I meant to say division. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, I have nothing good to say about them. Yeah. I know you're talking about a man, all blue eyes, great guy, love him. You have nothing good to say about the Steelers? No. Mike Thomas, I, Mike Thomas is a great coach. I, as a Jets fan, have more reason to hate the Steelers than you do, Fuck and I don't. Steelers. And I don't Fuck hate the them. Fuck them. Except Mike Thomas, great guy, love him. 
fucking Neil O'Donnell, Doug Bryan, 2010. I have many reasons to hate the Steelers, but I don't. Well, I I hate the 49ers. <laughs> you don't hate the 49ers. No, the 49ers are great. Joe Montana is the GOAT. Fuck them. <laughs> Overrated. Um, <laughs> okay. Baltimore. Odo Beckham Jr. did his one thing for the day. A 40-yard touchdown. And guess who, guess who went up against Odo Beckham today? Of course. <laughs> I had a five-minute moment today where I thought about quitting fantasy when Odo Beckham scored a touchdown. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That's how you can tell it's a real fantasy football season. What, when you have a moment when you want to quit? At least once. <laughs> I have one of those crises every single week. <laughs> Ask myself, what the what, what, what am I doing? What am I doing here? But then the rest of my team put up 114 points, and I'm projected for 137 with Brees and Khalil Shakir still to go. So we're okay. We're okay. Oh, we're, I hope Brees Hall does things against we'll, Las Vegas. Yeah, we'll win that matchup, no problem. Win that matchup, no problem. Um, Keaton Mitchell, two touchdowns. It's not pretty. Like I want to, be, I want to just make that very clear. It is not pretty. As Actually, he only that, had he only had one touchdown. Oh, I'm, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I had I had down one touchdown on my chart, and then next to it, I had one, and then in parentheses, I, I had reception. Anyway, doesn't matter. I can't read. You all can. Uh, he he just doesn't get the volume. Like that's that's kind of the problem. Yeah, and but like the- it's it's a Baltimore Ravens backfield. Why even? Are you confidently starting Keaton Mitchell? Absolutely not. Exactly. Absolutely not. Exactly. Now, did I put did I put him in a column this week saying that he was a good sleeper start? You bet your ass I did. And did, am I, I going to take a victory lap on that one? You bet your ass I am. Well, there is a difference between good start, confident start versus sleeper start you know there's a difference there is a definite difference when you're confidently starting somebody you're expecting things if you're starting somebody as a sleeper you're like oh he scored you know maybe i'll go play the lottery because i'm so lucky or go to vegas or whatever because apparently everything is going my way i'll go to vegas no problem let's go where are we going bellagio yeah, let's go to Vegas. It's only five hours away for me, my car. I'll fly. Still haven't been. I'll fly Bellagio. also. Bellagio, down. Provo has an airport that flies to Vegas. Down. So. Don. I'm, I'm so Don. No, we already talked about the Steelers. We can't do that. Um. Uh, this is, this is, um, all right, move, move on, move on, move on. Yes, yeah, so I was going to go into a tangent, but no, I can't do that. I can't do that. I need, I need to shut up. I, we need to get going. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that's it for all the one o'clock games. So let's talk about the Falcons and the Cardinals. So the bird teams bird, the Cardinals won. Kyler Murray is back that he is unbelievable. Um, didn't throw for a touchdown, but he ran for one. James Conner was back in this game. Also Trey McBride, who would have thought had an amazing game. Your old friend, Jeff Swaim, Dallas Cowboys legend. <laughs> he didn't do anything, but at least he, they called his name. I was like, oh my God, Jeff Swaim is still in the league. Love him. Love him. Kyler got me out of a hole. Thank you, Kyler. <laughs> you beauty. And uh, really, that's basically it for the Cardinals. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. It was kind of just like a meh day at the office all around. But Trey McBride cooked. Kyler cooked. The Cardinals kind of back. Like, I don't know if they want to be. Like, do they really want to be? Is this good for them? Do they that, want to that's what I'm thinking. Is like, like, is like, Kyler? So, Kyle, so basically, it's going to be like what everybody wanted the Jets to do, where it was like you get a high pick and you keep your quarterback and just trade back for a haul. Or they just take Marvin Harrison. And you put Marvin Harrison all with fuck. Kyler. Like, if you could say that to, to, to a potential dynasty manager, Marvin Harrison, hey, you're going to get Marvin Harrison at the 101, but he's getting taken by the Cardinals, but he's going to play with Kyler Murray. Just take me now. Take me now. My, my my soul will leave my body. That's how euphoric I would be. Yeah. And yeah. Well, I mean, they're not going to have a high pick from Houston. So, no. I mean, it's just not going to work out for them in that way. Yeah. No, they're like, not going to get that. They probably were thinking. But, like, they're in a weird spot because if they, if Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray is back, and he's good. You know, he looks fresh. And if they keep winning games, they're going to play their way out of Marvin Harrison Jr. That's true. That's true. And the, the, the Giants are playing their way into that conversation as well. Well, I don't know. I think the Giants are probably going to start, are going to pick a quarterback. Drake! Yeah. Because that worked so well before drafting a quarterback from North Carolina. From a school in North a Carolina. A school in North Carolina, better. Yeah, not, I know. Just Duke fans are just like, fuck you <laughs> for even insinuating that. Pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah, so that is basically it. I don't know what the Cardinals are going to do. If they, you know, let's say they're like, I don't know, six and eleven, or something in the end of the season. How does that benefit them? It doesn't. It doesn't. But as I I went kind of famous on Twitter last night, Adam. I don't I don't know if I don't know if you saw my uh, my little tweet. Uh, it was in response to another tweet of Congress must act now to ensure the Falcons cannot draft Marvin Harrison Jr. Oh God, I saw that, and I said. <laughs> Forget Congress. Get an executive order drafted ASAP. And it has over 34,000 views and 343 likes. I love that. Famous. I love that so much. Famous. If you're if you're here after seeing that tweet, let me know. Send a question <laughs> in the mailbag. Send a question in the mailbag. <laughs> make yourself known. Yeah, absolutely. Make, make yourself known. Let, let, let me know that I'm doing the right thing on Twitter. Oh, that's great. With my, that was, with my voice now. That was a banger tweet. Thank you. Thank you very much. I was uh, I was watching as I was watching BYU get shellacked by Iowa State. Go Cougs. Go Cougs. Oh, they got fucking killed, bro. <laughs> Go Cougs. Go Cougs. Beautiful, beautiful night, but they got murdered. They got murdered. Yeah, they did. They did. <laughs> um, yeah, well, it's their backup quarterback. So, yeah. yeah. He, you know, he's Jewish. Really? Really? What have you, Adam? You, t- you two can uh, can mingle. <laughs> the only two. 
I don't I don't know I don't know if this is this is offensive. Um it, you took your bond reading the Torah. <laughs> That's not offensive. No. That's not offensive. It's, no. It's just it's like, funny. It's like, you know, the line in the sand, it's kind of like right up against it, but not over it. You're basically you have one foot over the line. <laughs> But sure, not but the not other one. Not touching the ground. Not touching the other side. No, not touching the ground. Okay, good. You're okay, like good. that's what I'm it's, here to do. I'm it's here like to you, straddle the line. It's like if you tell a toddler not to go into the kitchen, and they just like lift their one leg, threatening to go into the kitchen. You're like, no, you better not. Mm-hmm. That's basically what it is. Yeah, that's the, the that, kid, that's it. The kid that got his hand caught in the cookie jar. You better not take that fucking cookie. Or I'll chop your hand off. Yeah, I, I, I guess. I don't know. It's a bit more. It's different. It's different vibes. It's not. I know that it's not malicious what you said. I thought you, I thought you were going to say something worse when you're like, I hope this isn't offensive. I was like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> no, come on. Come on. I'm not, not, not going to go out of, out of my way to try to get myself canceled. Come on. I'm famous on Twitter now. Yes, that's true. Now you have a platform. Eddie Bigberg. It's yeah. a great account. It is a great account. It's always fun seeing you reply to people that I follow in the wild. I'm like, oh, my God. I know that guy. Yeah, 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 schmuck. <laughs> it's like uh, seeing people that we went to school with. They're in media, getting into fights on Twitter with people. They, I know that guy. Yeah, I haven't, got, I haven't gotten into a full-on Twitter brawl yet. No, that's not on brand for me, though. No, not really. I'm not really on brand for that. I'm not really on Twitter a ton, so don't follow me. <laughs> oh, I love Twitter. Twitter's the best. Twitter's well, the best. all right, let's look. Let's talk about the Falcons. Let's talk about the Falcons yes. quick. Yeah, let's talk about the Falcons. Because um, you have a thing. I do. I do. Yeah. So I'm in Dynasty. Uh, go give him a, a follow. Yeah. Um, What? Diamond Dynasty. Go give him a follow. Oh. That's my next program after this. Go give him a follow. Oh, They're great very guys. nice. They're great guys. Um, okay. So Taylor Heineke, he was injured. Desmond Ritter came in, led the Falcons to almost a win. Bijan Robinson got utilized, which is great. But that was about it. Yeah, but instead of scaling back and giving more to Bijan, they gave some to Cordero Patterson. To like the fuck. Yeah, I don't get it. But at least what the actual fuck are we doing? Hey, listen, Bijan outtouched Algier and Patterson by ten. So combined. Hallelujah. And he scored a rushing touchdown. This is his best game as a pro, if he, it feels like, which I mean is not saying much. But you know, the Falcons have something to build off of going into their bye week. Yeah, yeah. We don't talk about the Falcons for a week. Oh, yes, the gift. All right, we're almost done. This game was nuts, and I think you know which game I'm talking about. It's the Lions and the Chargers. Yeah. Yeah. This game was drunk. This, this was fun. They need, they need to give this game a breathalyzer because it was drunk. <laughs> this was fun. This was this was definitely fun. Jared Goff back at his old digs. Yeah. Wait, what? Oh, and Jared uh, Goff back at his old digs. He never played. Did he? No. Yeah. yeah. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, I was thinking like he never played in SoFi, but he did. He did. He in played 20- for one year. Yes. One back year. in his old, old days. 
Didn't, not the same team, though. That's part of what threw me off. No, not the same team. Correct. But same building. Same building. Same building, different... Well, same kind of colors. But whatever. Uh, Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery both scored. Jameer Gibbs scored twice while David Montgomery was in was healthy. So I think that's an encouraging sign. I think this has to do more with the, they were easing David Montgomery back a little bit. I'm not saying this is Jameer Gibbs fully winning this job. Also, David Montgomery had that long touchdown run. Yes. I think this is more David Montgomery being eased back into it a little bit. But we'll see. Keep me out of this next week. But for now, for now, you can be positive. I'm just skeptic. I get That's it. That's on brand. That is very on brand. Um, righty. And then for the Los Angeles Chargers, good game all around. Keenan Allen is a gem, as we've talked about. Uh, Quentin Johnston, is this his first career touchdown? Uh, yes. Yep. Great for him. Joan Guyton scored a random one. Austin Eckler scored a touchdown. And just these games are fun because... Well, for fantasy, maybe not for the teams that are involved, but for fantasy, these games are fun. Very fun. I love this. This was a fun, fun, fun game. And you start Eckler, you start Keenan Allen going forward. I don't know if you, if Jalen Guyton or Quist or Quentin Johnson are on the radar yet, but Quentin Johnson, I think, is it worth is worth at least an ad. Yeah, Josh Palmer is going to be out for what two more games? It looks at like at least, yeah. So at least you have that. But honestly, it's just kind of like, I don't know. Who would Nobody predicted he was going to score a touchdown in this game. It's just, no. just random. Yeah, everybody, everybody got theirs. Everybody got theirs, and Keenan Allen hit me up. <clears throat> I love you. All right. From what, I, from what I was told, too, he obviously left that shoulder injury. I was told immediately that the shoulder was fine, that it was his good shoulder and not the bad shoulder, which – he he's got that dislocation. I don't know if you've seen that picture. I did see that picture. Gnarly, gnarly. Really, that was like yeah. There were it was an AC joint sprain. Yep. AC joint sprain. They didn't get surgery on. Yeah, that he probably should get surgery on. That's really, really, really wicked. Uh, it was the it was the it was the good shoulder that was that was hurt. So I wonder if that uh, even does that even hurt. I hope it doesn't. Like he has to wear pads over that. I hope That's, it doesn't hurt. It sure looked like it hurt. Yeah, no, that's not. It just feels, oof. oof. Yeah, gives no, me the no, thank you. Gives me the chills in no, the bad way. You. And and also just a little a little nugget here as well. Uh, if Gerald Everett is um, is not healthy going forward, uh, Donald Parham, watch. We are we are back. We are so back. Full go. I love it. I love it if he if he, if there's no Gerald Everett next week versus versus Green Bay. <sighs> the Jets converted a third down. Golf clap, golf clap, golf clap. <laughs> On a free play. Okay, sorry. Um, we have two more games left. And it. let's go with the easy one first. Yeah, let's do it. The uh, Giants got, uh, well, you know, stuff happened. What happened? What happened to all the Giants fans? 
that said, oh, yeah, we're, we're, we could be competitive in this division. We could take on the Eagles. We could take on the Cowboys. Where, 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 wait, where you at? Where you at? Well, they're striding their third string quarterback who still lives with his parents. Morons. Morons, Adam. They are all morons. I'm just saying. They tried to actually get me to believe that the Giants were going to at least sniff, sniff the possibility of contending with the Cowboys. Ha! That was funny. That was funny. Oh man. Oh, that was that was good. That was that was that was that was good stuff. That was good stuff. Yeah, to go to go to rain. Oh, what a guy. What a guy. Dakota. Oh, he's not he wasn't uh Dak motherfucking Prescott. Oh, so I, I I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Adam. Forgive forgive me. Forgive me. Dak, please forgive me. Please forgive me. Uh Dakota, Dak motherfucking Prescott. Love you. Great guy. Uh this Tony Pollard thing though is is annoying. This is uh, definitely now getting to a level where we have to really start thinking about whether or not we can actually be starting Tony Pollard in fantasy. And the schedule is really good going forward. But uh, yeah, they're just getting they're getting to the, the end zone and they're just looking to get Dak's numbers up, which I mean, hey, it's 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 all right. But I mean, Tony Pollard will definitely be a top 15 play for me next week. He definitely won't be top 12 anymore. He was close, though, to scoring. He was. Yeah, he, def- he definitely was. But it's um, it's bad. It's just it's just bad now. It's been bad all season. It, 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 I think we've, we've just learned that Tony Pollard is nothing more than a change of pace guy, and he needs somebody else there with him. Well, it's like, um, oh, God, Alvin Harper? Did that name ring a bell to yeah. you for the doubt? Of course. So he was the classic number two, but he signed a big free agent contract with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and he flopped. Yeah. Yeah. When he was the number one. So, yeah. There you go. I had to go back to the, uh, to the annals for that one. But See anyway. C.D. Lamb. Yes, C.D. Lamb. First receiver in the history of the National Football League to have three straight games of 10 catches and 150 yards and a touchdown. Crazy graphic. C.D., this, 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 this boy, this boy, (laughs) special lad, a a truly special lad. And the the touchdown part I lied about, it wasn't a touchdown. It was just 10 catches and 150 yards in three straight games. Uh, Yeah, Richard Sherman. Keep chatting. Keep chatting. Because since Richard Sherman opened his big fat mouth, C.D. Lamb has, do some quick math, he has 41 catches over 500 yards receiving. 500. Wow. And that's me doing, that's me doing bogus math. Let me do, let me do, let me do legit. Let me do let me do legit math. I I know we're 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 very crunched on time. Um, but I need to get this number out to the to the people. So that way um he has 617 yards in his last four games. That's still a lot. 617. That is that is a lot. Dude's an animal. Dude's an animal. 
love him. Brandon Tawan, a touchdown for him as well. 173 yards for Mr. Brandon Tawan. Michael Ooh. Gallup, a touchdown for him. And of Brandon. course, maybe the bestest buddy of them all. My, my good man. ASAP Ferg, great guy. Hold on. I need some context behind this Brandon Tuan. Brandon Tuan, it's his middle name. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, believe me. Uh, I'm on a middle name basis with, with my friends. Okay, I see. Yeah. Well, yeah, D- Dakota Rain, Brandon yeah. Tuan. Brandon Tuan Cooks, great guy. Okay. Love him. And the, and the Giants, yeah, uh, no, just, just, no. Nope, nope, nope. So where does Saquon Barkley go next year? Not the New York Giants, I can tell you that right now. Maybe he goes across the hall to his childhood team. I tell you what, Saquon with the New York Jets would be very interesting. Saquon, Brees. I know. How wild. That'd be fun. Saquon Brees with a healthy Aaron Rodgers. I I do think, though, he probably goes to, like, Miami and makes it on a Chan situation just, like, really stinking. I would hate that. I would hate that, too. I would hate that, too. And and potentially Buffalo. That's another one. Oh, stop that. Stop. Stop. Making him go to AFC's teams. I know. I know. They're not the Jets. We you think he's going to go to New England next? No, no. Why would he do that? I don't know. You just keep projecting him to go to the other teams of the division. The guy wants to win, not lose. Uh, it's so nice that people can say that about the Patriots now. I've been waiting so long for this. Anyway, let's talk about the last game, which is also which was pretty interesting. Um, the commanders lost a nail biter to the uh, Seattle Seahawks, but Sam Howell, we all thought, well, I thought, I thought it was going to be a tough road environment, tough test for Sam Howell, but he stepped up. He did. He stepped up in a big way. Uh, three touchdowns for him. I mean, yeah, this dude, this dude balled today and good for him. Good for him. He's taking a, he's taking a load of stick at times this year and he's playing some really consistent good ball right now and it's it, it's showing Brian Robinson too PPR god uh number one running back for the week headed into Sunday night you love see love seeing that Jahan Dotson just a really just a bad 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 week for for Jahan Dotson I mean he's the reason why I'm going to be safe in the guillotine so uh Jahan Dotson thank you just very much my good sir uh Terry McLaurin down week for him uh, and then Logan Thomas, Logan Thomas had had an okay game, five catches, forty yards, uh, as a streaming tight end. That's that's kind of all right. That's what yeah. he is. Yep. Um, Antonio Gibson back in it. Yeah, but you're not picking up Antonio Gibson, and you're not starting Antonio Gibson. Correct. And you're not well, De- Deami Brown. No, you're not. You're not. Also, no, no, you're not. Nope. 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 All right. And then for Seattle, Gino, um, big bounce back for him. You know, I think Gino would look really good with you the know, Jets. Maybe the Jets should really look at him. You know, if only he didn't, you know, get punched in the jaw, then maybe he would have had a, had a uh, worthwhile career. True. Who punched him in the jaw again? I'll try and say his name. It's a, uh, Ike and Kampali. Oh, yes, 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 yes. 
Yes. Yeah. Over money. Just awful. 2015 season was good, though. Yeah. Aside from, you know, the last week of that. But uh, Kenneth Walker is still good, even though he didn't score. Or he did score. Kenneth Walker is still good. DK Metcalf, good in the yardage, not in the scoring department. Tyler Lockett is still scoring. It's, and just, it's just fucking crazy to me that Tyler Lockett is still getting this this much love when he's probably not even going to be on the team next year. It's crazy, but you're still starting Tyler Lockett. I'm not saying go, but just mental to me. It's really, really, it's a legacy thing with it Lockett. Might be. At this point, it might be. P. Carroll loves him. Yeah. Apparently, doesn't love DK Metcalf. Yeah, well, well, also, I mean, P. Carroll doesn't control who Gino throws the ball to. Uh, no, he doesn't. But DK, yeah, I mean, he had a good game. He had a good game, but still, he hasn't scored since week four, and that's a that's a monumental problem. It's worrying. Absolutely, it definitely is. Yeah, it definitely is. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Basin Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. You can find all episodes wherever you get your podcasts. For my co-host at Birdsall, I'm Adam Castor. We'll talk to you next time. Bye bye.